Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. This week, we have Dana Ehrman with us again, and we watched Season 2, Episode 2 of Welcome to Plathville. Please follow Dana on Twitter and Instagram at airhead, that's E-H-R underscore head, and you can follow us on Twitter at T-O underscore pod and Instagram at Welcome to Reality MKE. Please download and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, and go ahead and rate us as well, as that really does help. And now, on to the show. Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason, and we're here again with Dana Airman. Hi, Dana. Hey, what's going on, Nicole? Oh, you know, just watching uh, some of the greatest ch- TV that's out there. This might take the cake. <laughs> this might take the cake. Welcome yeah. to Plathville. Yeah, yeah. So this is season two. So yeah. I've already watched the entire season of this, just so you know. That's going to be, I'm going to need a lot of info from Mm -hmm. you because this show doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Oh. Yeah. What show on earth doesn't have a (laughs) Wikipedia page? That's actually shocking. You know what? That's funny because I was, before we got on, I was going to pull up like the cast and just because I like to have it on hand, and there's yeah. lots of them. Although they they didn't really show a lot of them in this episode. We're, we're we watched episode two, um, and I was like, oh, I c- I couldn't find the Wikipedia page, but I thought it was just me. But interesting, it does not exist. Why? <laughs> um, especially for a show that's had like, if this were the second ever episode, you could be like, oh yeah, the page just doesn't exist yet. Yeah. But it's had a full season and it doesn't have a page. Maybe that creepy ass mom keeps <laughs> us going on Wikipedia and reporting it and having it taken down. I don't know because so when this show first came out, I like Googled them to see who they were like last year or whatever it was two years ago. Um, and there was talks that like the mom had shopped around their their family quite a bit to get a reality show so like it feels like she would want a wikipedia page Hmm. yeah i don't get it i don't know (laughs) why it doesn't exist and because you're right i believe it i believe that she's pimped out her family yeah oh yeah show much to her detriment in fact (laughs) (laughs) much to her she does not come off as like anything positive in any way no no not at all <laughs> it's all very confusing well why don't, can you why don't you give us like your first like initial thoughts on on really any part of the, the episode or the family in general well first of all it's called welcome to Plathville, mm-hmm. and i was very upset to find out that it was not about the life and times of Beldrar author Sylvia Plath, <laughs> but it did make me want to put my head in the oven. <laughs> I worked really hard on that. That was good. I do like that. <laughs> what if it was a reality show oh, about Sylvia Plath? You know what? Uh, in college, I found out that Sylvia Plath's father died from stubbing his toe, and it's never left my brain. 
Why would you tell a person that? I didn't know that. Are you friggin' kidding me? See, it'll never leave your brain either. <laughs> like, why did it kill him? So it, it, he stubbed his toe and like never took care of it and got infected and gangrene and then like he died of like blood poisoning or whatever. There's like multiple uh like toe references in her in her uh poetry and it's like referring to her father dying <laughs> See, I thought all those toe references were just I was like, who doesn't make those? I didn't know there was a story behind it. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Toxic masculinity, you know, thinking you're too strong to need to go to a doctor. <laughs> mm. Why do I feel like that could easily well no, it couldn't happen to Ryan because he <laughs> He had his uh, appendix removed and all that. Mm -hmm. When he's in pain, he's like, oh, let's take care of this. Yeah, I would honestly, I would say it would probably happen to me over Ryan. Like, I make fun of Ryan often for going to the doctor. Like, when his appendix was, like, he came back, he had been out of town on a work trip. So I was taking care of our kids on our own, and he came home, and he's like, I'm really not feeling well. And I was like, okay, all right, who cares? I'm taking a nap. And I left, and I took a nap. And then it turns out he had to have his appendix removed. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, you just had a little vacation. Yeah. You're home now, and I'm taking a nap. Well, you know what, though? Like, you know Ryan, and he, his, he has stomach issues, you know? And so, like, he'll overindulge. He ate a lot of green chili. He was in the Southwest. You know, he ate a lot of green chili. And I was like, no, you're not coming home and taking a nap. I've been taking care of these kids. Then he went to the urgent care and I was like, no, nah, I'm not going. And he called me and was like, they won't let me drive because I, I needed to get an organ taken out of my body. And I was like, whoopsie doopsies. Like, how much did you pay the doctor <laughs> to say that? I'm still not buying it until I see that organ in a jar. Yeah, I made him fax me, like, a copy of the, the doctor's orders, and, you know, I was like, well, I need to make sure this is serious, but. Yeah, you big baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, yeah, so this show is about. <laughs> so it's not about Sylvia Plath's father. Sadly. Yeah. Um, but it is about a large family that seems to be very fundamentalist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In their beliefs pretty religious and they just do not allow their children basically to be members of normal society right yeah and and this is what i found interesting so in the first season were all of the children under the same roof all but the oldest son um because he was married but he was still in contact with the family so the first season they were still living on their farm right. that they all lived on and now they've moved to a house and why i heard that sh they wanted an investment property but why did they actually move it's unclear um they For said the they i guess yeah i mean yeah, they said they wanted an investment property, and then when they saw the house, they fell in love with it. I don't know what that means. It is very close to where the children who have left the family live. So um, if I'm to believe reality, uh, they move to maybe be closer to them. Sure. I suspect uh, it's a production situation where they're like, it's easier if you just move here. and Right, we don't, yeah, we can just bounce between yeah. the two. 
Yeah. I also I also think that this show never would have had a second season if it was not for COVID. I don't have any proof of that, but they didn't. I mean, there's there was quite a distance between the first season and the second season, and if they're all in the same family, it feels like maybe that's why they allowed for it. And there was a scene. I don't know if it was this episode or last episode where um, the older brother and his wife were wearing Ethan and Olivia were wearing masks, so it was obviously filmed at some point during COVID, but... Right. Well, and yeah, even the scene in this episode, um, some of the people working on the photo shoot, like, had Mm. masks on and stuff, and I was like, (laughs) wow, strike two, Nicole. I cannot even watch an episode of reality TV as an escape from what is going on in the world today, because it's just hit me smack dab in the face with COVID again. Well, I was distracted, though, because it was a very super hot and super sexy photo shoot, according to Micah. According, well, yeah, let's, wait, before, before, we'll get to that. Yeah, sorry, sorry. We'll get to that, but so, (laughs) I am overall Uh very intrigued by the concept. I mean, in a way, Mm-hmm. In a really broad way, it's got it's a Duggar thing going on. Where yeah, you've got this huge ass family that's just living by b- biblical <laughs> rules, and <laughs> um, yeah, I guess the split is funny, not funny, but <laughs> it's it's what makes it interesting. Is yeah. that most of the family is living together, but you've got some of the older ones who are rejecting how they've been raised and moved out, or in some cases been asked to move out since they will not follow the house rules. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Which is a real bummer of a background to this, you know, like, because Mariah is the, um, the one sister who lives with Micah, so the two of them live together, and she was asked to leave the house at like 17. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, um... Not laughing at that. It's just so aggressive to, like, ask your child to move out at 17. Yeah, like, what was so bad that you were like, you cannot be under my roof? Because she snuck out once? Like, well, on the first season, um... <laughs> I think she wanted to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds about right. She did want to go to college. I think she was like into dressing a little more um, revealing maybe. I mean, nothing she wears is revealing. She wears like short, I mean, she's like a 17 year old. So she wears like, you know, short shorts and tank tops or whatever. Like nothing insane. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they live like in Georgia or something. So I assume it's warm weather. So like nothing crazy. Oh. Um, I think she wanted to wear makeup again. Okay. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> Cannot relate. I <laughs> um, but yeah, like, at 17, not even legal adulthood. I don't even know how that works. Like, Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's weird because this is, I, I don't know that we want to get like this serious about it, but the thing that's really annoying to me is like, if she wanted to go to college, it's really it's really stinky because like if you apply for student loans, you can't get them without your parents' consent. And like in these sorts of situations, that sucks. Like, like 
I don't know what her deal is if she really wants to go to college if she just wanted to get out of there and now that she's out maybe she doesn't want to go to college and that's fine too but like Micah wanted to get out because he wanted to be a model which apparently is against the rules (laughs) I don't know the other thing is like I don't know what church they belong to they definitely like strike me as like the kind of people who are like we go to church with like a group of people who also want to stifle their children and but I don't know that it's like actually a church you know what I mean no, I totally do. It reminds me, I was reading, like, the weird way that uh, newest Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett grew up. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it's, it sounds like a similar thing, where it's, like, about religion, but you don't know what, but it's really about creating a small community of like-minded people, Oof. where you just rely on each other for everything. <laughs> I just can't think of anything that would make a child want to rebel more. Like, I know they have one, like, narc of a child who's into it. But, like, like I cannot think of anything that would want make you want to rebel more than just, like, not even letting someone, like, express themselves through, like, clothes and hair and... The bare minimum. Yeah. yeah like, for, for better or for worse, like, in the end, it's not going to ruin your kid's life if they want to wear an ugly tank top or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying she's ugly or anything. I mean, like, (laughs) if they're not into, like, the style that you're into, like, it's not the end of the world. Like, I mean, what, there's only a subset of very serious things that a kid will not recover from when they stop being a teenager. Like, it is wild well and i would also say that like they actually are making it more dangerous for them because like for example the the older son ethan mentioned at some point that he didn't even know that girls got their periods yeah like that shit is dangerous (laughs) like if you don't know like the basics of how bodies work like you could get he gonna get someone pregnant you know what i mean like (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah so Um, yeah but it, it's basically like rum spring. <laughs> yes, yes. Is really like what's going on here. Um, so I do. I love the concept um, more than like any show we've ever watched together. Like I want to see these near adults. Yeah. <laughs> in the regular world. Well, I, you know what, I was thinking about it and um, there, there used to be a show called Breaking Amish, which was like, I really loved it. And it was about folks who like le- were considering leaving Amish life, um, whether on, they weren't necessarily on Rumspringa because they were a little older, but it, they, whatever. But like it came, it like turned out that a lot of it was a little bit like not really real and that they had they had been living in the English world for quite some time. And I wondered about these people, but they're so young that it's like hard for me to believe that it's not relatively real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How many lifetimes could they have lived Yeah, by the time they're 17? Um, <laughs> but let's address something mm-hmm. else here. Yeah. They're all blonde as hell. Yeah, oh yeah. And for someone watching an episode for Mm -hmm. the first time, as I was, Mm -hmm. just at the outset, 
things were happening so quickly that it was hard for me to tell them apart. Sure. That became a problem because right at the beginning of the episode um, was just like a little bit of a, a general promo for the show in helping you understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so they showed who I now know to be Ethan and Olivia. Olivia. They're married. Yeah. Living together. And they yeah. were talking about like, you know, we were talking divorce. Yeah. And then not long after they show me Micah and Mariah. Ah, yes. And I thought yeah. same people. <laughs> and they were brother and sister. Yeah. And so I was quite confused. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they all, yes, Olivia looks like she could be part of their family. She looks exactly like all of them. Um, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Olivia's parents were a part of the same community. Well, I wondered how they linked up. Yeah, and they had they, but I think if I again, I'm not a hundred percent sure. But either Olivia has had separated from her parents, or her parents had separated from that community as well. So there is like she was kind of like his like intro to the not weird world because like he actually is very like he doesn't seem like super rebellious, but he does seem like someone who's like. I want to experience the world. And so he'll like, you know, in the first season he had like, he drank a sip of alcohol and like he had, there's a, I think, I don't know if they flash back in this episode, but there was a, a hilarious clip of him trying a, a Coca-Cola for the first time. Oh God. I was just like, this is good. <laughs> Cause they weren't allowed to have sugar either as kids. Like, so like, yeah. But so, I mean, imagine, like, here I'm seeing this couple where they're, like, you know, trying to work on ourselves, and we were talking divorce and everything, and then the next, like, Mm -hmm. pair of two people I see are brother and sister, and I'm like, wait, your brother and sister? You were just talking about divorce. (laughs) So I was, like, getting everybody confused. Yeah, they really needed, like, they really could add to this, like, like, a housewife style, like, every time someone comes up, just... Cut across the bottom, give me that person's name, you know, like. Absolutely. Especially the ones who have left, because they all have, like, sort of the same, like, like, Mariah, Olivia, Micah, like, they all have, like, this very new-to-the-world look to them, which is, like, not a burn, but it's just, like, what you would normally rebel at at, like, 15, only they're, like, quasi-adults. Yeah. Looking like that, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) Drinking a Coca-Cola. Also, he can I just tell you my favorite part of the first season was like he tried some sort of like I don't even know what it was. It was some alcoholic drink and it clearly was like a very sweet one because Olivia was like, let's try, you know, just to like introduce him to it. And she was like, what would you name it if you could call it something? And he goes, I'd name it an apple whiz miser. <laughs> that's the level of like, that's where he's at in his brain. Just happy yeah. smiling apple whiz miser guy you know that well said <laughs> i don't yeah yeah he's a happy smiley guy mm-hmm. who uh 
doesn't want to be in conflict, but finds himself there <laughs> very often. Yeah. And now they're not allowed to see their siblings any longer, which is why they cut them off. So their his parents, Ethan's parents, were in the first season thought Olivia was a bad influence. And so they had made these rules that Olivia and Ethan were not allowed to, to see the children, the other siblings, unless parents were around. And it became this like weird whole thing. And then they, they set like blamed her for Mariah wanting to be like more free. And then he didn't really stand up for his wife, which is where the like issue came. And then he did and said, we're done with my parents. And so they're okay. working on their marriage. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but that relationship is, I, can't, I cannot imagine being her, like having to like introduce him to things and like, it's weird. Well, um, yeah, let's dive right into the, first of all, mm. I cook like these dang kids. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I don't know how to cook. And that's basically where the conflict in this episode for Ethan and Olivia comes in is she's like working on a business. She's yeah. tired. She's got her period. And she's always the one who cooks. And Ethan comes in and he's like, I'm going to make pancakes. I've never done it before, mm-hmm. but I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And it devolves into tears. Yeah. I mean, what did you think about that? <laughs> tears. Well, <laughs> well, I will say, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, look, I, I will say I am not the person in my household who cooks well. My husband, Ryan, cooks for us 99% of the time. So I, I, I sympathize with Ethan trying to, to do something and being very dumb at it, although I do know how to make pancakes. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, the, the issue really was like, does he not, do they, <laughs> does he not like know what the internet is? Thank you. That was going to be my thing. I mean, here she's sitting on the computer. Yeah. So yeah, pull up your phone, bud. Yeah. Learn to make pancakes. Because like for me, like I get that she, she, I thought she was very nice in saying like, I understand that like you go into the office to work. And so when I'm sitting here, you are thinking I'm at home and I can talk to you, but I'm working on something. Yeah. That's something a lot of people could relate to with the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. And she's a photographer. She does like a lot of weddings and stuff like that, but she's a photographer. So she was probably like editing photos or whatever she was doing, right? Yeah. And so I thought she was very like kind and like she was just like, hey, I'm working. Mm-hmm. This would be like if I came into your office and was bugging you. And then when he looked at her and said, I would love if you came to my office, I was like, I would, I would have stormed out of that room. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, he's like, well, having fun is always better than working. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I was like. Mm, yes, thank you. We're all in agreement there, but work does have to get done. <laughs> what? 
having fun is so oh my god those are the moments where i love this show because it's just like he is just so (laughs) he's like an alien it's like if an alien came here and you're like all of these kids it's like what's happening like why like you've been out of your house for like two to three years at least now like google something watch something on tv it's like it was such a sweet idea of fun just like (laughs) talking to her like that shows you how long he was isolated from the real world is like talking to each other that's just an opportunity we cannot pass up you know like we got to take advantage of that Oh my god, that would also like I would divorce someone if that was the case. Like, like truly, if they're just like, "Hey, every moment of the day is could be fun talking," I'd be like, "No, no, I no, I can't do this. I need like, no." <laughs> and so, what I'm getting out of that is mm-hmm. Ryan is not fun, and that's why <laughs> it works. that's what I'm getting. <laughs> no, 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 he's fun. Just like talking to him is not fun. I don't, you know. <laughs> it's fun. You know what's really fun about this is that he he's not he's not listening to these. So like, totally, it's fine. We can we can just I I'll you know what I take everything back. I'm the best cook in the house. Mm-hmm. I do all the work and everything's fine. Yeah, and he's a little baby who goes and gets <laughs> an appendix out just at the first sign of pain. Yeah. Oh, I gotta lose my appendix. Oh. <laughs> oh. But here's my thing. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah she's totally right. Yeah. Making a, an astute point that working from home shouldn't be different from the office. Yeah. But he's treating it that way. But it's like, girl. Go somewhere else in the house. <laughs> yeah, she really was like right at the, the breakfast table or like their whatever. Yeah, it's the yeah. There's only one place you can make pancakes in a house, but there's plenty of places you can sit with your computer. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> I wonder if like if what if that's their only computer and that's why he couldn't Google it. Okay, sure. I literally, honestly, though, like, this is what, when I watch these shows, I'm like, so, like, yes, this, like, the Duggars, like, whatever other show has, like, weird Christian folk, but I, I, part of me is, like, maybe Christianity is okay, because, like, I don't have that patience. Like, where does, does this patience come from Christianity? Because, like, like, if, if I was doing work and my husband was like, do I put an egg in it? I'd be like, I don't know. Fucking Google it. Like, why are you asking me? But she was just like, <laughs> she was just like, I just really need to work. You know, like, where does that come from? Yeah, very. I mean, you know where it probably comes from? Mm. The cameras. <laughs> you Good know point. They- Great point. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, that, if those weren't there, ooh, boy. Yeah. I mean, they did, and the first episode, was it the, did they go on a car ride in this episode? The two of them? Yeah. I don't 
think so. Okay, because he, like, his thing is, like, he likes to restore old cars. And there was, like, a point where he, he, she was, like, he was, like, let's go for a ride in this car. And she's, like, if it's going to break down on the side of the road, I do not want to go. And he's, like, no, it won't. I promise you it won't. She's, like, every time we go out, it breaks down. And, like, I just don't need to be seen in this town. It's a small town, blah, blah, blah. And so, of course, it broke down. And, she was, and he was, like, I got to go get some gas. He's, like, I think it's just out of gas. And she's, like, I'm going to wait right here and she just waited like waited in like an empty parking lot and like I was just like that's the, that's where I'm at like I'm that I'm like I ain't, I'm not helping you you push that car on your own to get that gas like I'm I'm sitting right here until you're ready to go and like that's that's where I can relate with Olivia is just like this dumb idiot can't make pancakes I, I, I mean, he seems, I will say, he does seem sweet. It's just, I don't have the patience for that, like, at all. And and you were so right. Like, he seems sweet, and he he's one of those constant smilers. Like, even <laughs> in conflict, even, it doesn't matter. Like, he's smiling, and that yeah. is a little bit infuriating. Yeah. That's what would make me blow up is, like, <laughs> I'm telling you what I need. I'm telling you why you're pissing me off, and you're looking at me with a goofy grin. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. The the constant smiling is very uh very alarming to me. But I feel like a lot of their family does that. Like I feel like the dad was like there was that scene where the dad was like talking to the other son Isaac and first of all we'll get into the scene cuz it was hilarious, but I think like he was smiling that whole time too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It is like a family thing. <laughs> um but I loved that even in the apology mm. from Ethan, he even said, how about you go sit somewhere else while I finish <laughs> trying to make the pancakes? It was like such a subtle nod to like, I'm apologizing, but like, you know how easily you could have solved this, right? Like you're a part of this too, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> Do you, okay, well, do you think do you think they're gonna they're gonna make it? Do you think? Um, wow. <laughs> do I think they're gonna make it? Yeah. Let's say like for the next like five years, because who knows what happens in like twenty years? But like, let's say like in the in the current like you know the most they're they're in crisis right now. They're trying to work through it. Are they gonna work through it? Um, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm not going to say it's because of good reasons, <laughs> but I'm going to say, yeah, because like for him, like she's all he knows outside of how he grew up and he's going to cling to that. Yeah. Good point. And she probably will too. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for them, you know, I am. Yeah, I don't want them to fail. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say like the, so there, there was this scene where he was like, I think it was like towards the end where there, he was fixing the, the motorcycle and like, he almost, he almost had a thought, but <laughs> <laughs> where he mentioned like, um, he struggles because like one of the things he likes is like fixing old cars and motorcycles and like for him like it's like there's a problem you fix it and that's not how it works in marriage it's like he can't just like you know fix it the way you can fix a motorcycle which is his brain maybe works in one way in that like he puts together vehicles or whatever I, clearly my brain doesn't work that way but and it doesn't work for relationships but 
I, and that's fine. I, I don't want to actually get into, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything profound about his relationship advice, but I feel like every time I've watched any reality show with like these weird families and not just like weird Christian families like this one or, or counting on or whatever, but um, there's always like one kid who's like, you know what I do well? I tinker. Like they're like, I, I invent things. I can build motors. And you're like, I don't know how good or not good you are at this. Like, <laughs> right. Because like, I'm not into that. And so you yeah. can tell me anything. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. All I really <laughs> saw Ethan do was put yeah. gas in the motorbike. And it's yeah, like, like <laughs> okay. I know that's a step. He did like multiple times be like, well, let's put some gas in here and see how it goes. Hmm, didn't work. I'll put more gas in. <laughs> and see how it goes. It's like, no, bro, I think you have the same approach to relationships as you do your bikes. You're just like, well, I'm going to do this and then we're going to see what happens. <laughs> oh, um. I thought it was a pro like not to get too deep into it. I thought it was a profound thought that I could relate to, though. There's just like a certainness of like it's broke and then it's fixed and that's definite and I know that yeah yeah and that's what I mean why he almost had a thought because like I do think that if you grew up as sheltered as they like let's just as I do with all reality shows let's just assume what they're showing us is pure truth and there's nothing phony about it I kind of get the idea that like there isn't a lot of work on a relationship because there's no space for breakups in a relationship. You know, like you marry someone, you're married. And so yeah. you just either, you just kind of figure it out the way like a motor, it's like you fix it and it's done. Like, so I, I kind of get it, but it's not a great way to raise a child because it's very unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, Ethan, there's something there. Keep, uh, keep tinkering with that idea. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> there's I'll always like, tinkers. <laughs> I feel like there's like one to five books I could just, just scoot his way and he'd be like, what? Like, and they wouldn't have to be like crazy. Just like. <laughs> but they would be books other than the Bible. And so they would be new. To him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um let's let's get to Micah. Yes. <laughs> because I I have an important question that I really want you to answer for me. Um what was what was that what was that photo shoot for? That is a question <laughs> I had for you. I was like, what is it for? Uh -huh. Who's paying for it? What is it selling? Mm -hmm. And I don't, I think it was something that he set up mm. because he said every photo shoot he does broadens his horizons. So he just wanted to <laughs> broaden his horizons. Yeah. Now I understand. I, I, I don't really understand, but I understand the idea of like creating a portfolio for yourself if you want to become a model. Sure. But they, but in the first episode, they made it seem as if Helena, who's the woman who's in the shoot with him, had 
in, called and said, you know, I was booked for this shoot. They wanted a dude and I gave them your name. Would you be willing to do this? Which I don't think is how it works. Again, I don't know. Not right. a model. I would also guess it doesn't <laughs> seem like how it works. Now, it could work that way if she was saying, I'm shooting something for my portfolio that I'm paying for and I would like a male model to be in, in there with me, which maybe is the case. But there was quite a crew there. I mean, like, there was, like, five to seven people there. Mm-hmm. And yet, yeah, we don't know of a product. We don't know of a company. Yeah. I, that, that is a question I had down. <laughs> like, um, mm-hmm. Who is this photo shoot? <laughs> <laughs> no, I also, uh, again, not a model, n- never, never been closest I've gotten is America's Next Top Model but um, she had some very prominent tan lines that yes, really distracted me because one, if it was your own photo shoot that you're making for your profile or for your portfolio, you would probably cover that up because it's just a cost to airbrush it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it also felt like, would, would a model have those? Wouldn't they be cognizant of that? I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> this is our ANTM background yeah. just rearing its head. Yeah. Um, God, what I would have given to have Jay Manuel uh, <laughs> right there just mm-hmm. saying, you're posing, you're posing, yep. stop posing. Find your light, the, all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what this photo shoot was for. Um, one other thing, and we, I, I don't know that we have to go into it too much. Oh, there's two other things, actually. One was there was a point where he was in the shower. And I'm not saying that that's not a thing that could exist. Um, but my two biggest problems with the shower were, one, it was clearly like a cheap hotel shower because it was like the like glass sliding door thing, <laughs> which yeah. can't look good in a photo. But second, they did the thing where, like, he put soap on his body. But it wasn't, like, where you mostly see in, like, you know, whatever ads where it's, like, one drip of soap coming out. I mean, he lathered up. He, he was getting <laughs> clean. It seemed, it seemed like too much soap to me. I, I, again. You know what my mother would have said about that? I remember growing up, mm-hmm. and my two brothers and my parents, and she would just gather us and she would say, how much shampoo are you using? <laughs> and she would make us draw a circle on her hand and she would be like, I could wash five heads with a quarter. <laughs> and I feel like she would have some wow. to say to Micah about the yeah. frivolous use of soap. Now I have a question. Were you allowed a bigger dollop than your brother's? Yes. Of shampoo, I should say. Yes. Okay. All right. Then I respect that. I do. More hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know if your brothers have long hair, but. Not this long. Not yeah. This okay. Okay. But I agree. He, he was getting clean. That was not just a superficial show. <laughs> it was, was too much so. <laughs> That was the washing the day's filth off. <laughs> and I, I, I just want to say, so he was kind of talking about how he's gotten into modeling and it's helped him 
mm. like navigate this new world and everything. And he mentioned how their family growing up, going to the beach, they <laughs> had to wear pants. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, what's the point? Why are you going to the beach? I had the same thought, then why go? Mm-hmm. When you're in a polo shirt, mm-hmm. thick blue jeans and yeah. tennis shoes, what are you? What can you do on the beach? Yeah, because I, my first thought, truly, when I watched that, was like it wasn't just like, um, like those modest bathing suits. Like I don't, they, they exist, like for uh, like folks who don't show. Like they're basically like a wetsuit, essentially. Like it's a modest, and like I think the women's ones have like skirts or whatever, so that you're not really seeing the figure. But like it wasn't that. It was, and it wasn't even like just jeans. It was those like heavy ass Wrangler type jeans. Like, yeah, like that just, had to be so uncomfortable. And yeah, so like you're not swimming, you're yeah. not laying out. I don't know for what purpose you have gone to the beach. I don't know. When you just said you're not swimming, I just, could you, you would just like a rock to the bottom with those Wranglers on, you know, just. <laughs> oh, God. I just, yeah, I mean, oh, God, you could wear, like, leggings or something, I mean, like, I, yeah, like, there, like you said, if it's really, like, about modesty, but you're still wanting to do stuff at the beach, you can wear, like, a t-shirt and swim trunks if you're a guy, and yeah. you're, like, all set, yeah, but that just wasn't okay either. And, like, I think they're in Georgia, so, like, oh, can you imagine wearing, like, those thick jeans in Georgia, like, on the beach and just being, like, well, kids, we all came to the beach to lose weight because we're, (laughs) like, sweating like maniacs. I mean, it cannot, ugh. Go find that beach glass and then we're getting the heck out of Dodge. (laughs) Like, I don't know what else. I mean, at least go at, like, like sundown or something right like yeah yeah but it's not beating down on you but so so sorry they've never had a fun trip to the beach that'll be something to explore i bet there's beautiful beaches in georgia too i've never been but i mean i've flown through georgia but like i've never vacationed there but i bet there's beautiful beaches there it seems like i I bet it's beautiful that's what i hear but Mm. um yeah and uh but but good for micah he yeah especially according to helena like he's (laughs) he's really now he's flirting he yeah and he was given some blue steel he was i mean he i don't know that he was anything like super special but like he he definitely had like more confidence than like even I would have if I was like laying on someone in front of a bunch of people like that's great good yeah, for him I like like you said it was nothing special but it was like okay I don't think it's ridiculous that you're doing this yeah <laughs> now um I do the one last thing I did want to talk about with that was when she explained what pillow talk was oh yeah <laughs> Yeah. No talk. And like, I understand they're young, but I don't think pillow talk is just the talk you have post coitus. Am I wrong about that? Like, isn't um, pillow talk like just at the end of the day when you're like sharing a bed with someone? 
I thought so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I think I've heard it more like post-coitus as you, as you said. <laughs> but I think it could be any talking that, yeah, occurs on the pillows. Now, please remind me what he was joking about thinking that it was. Can you remember? I, I could not tell if he was kidding or not. <laughs> because, I mean, why would I? Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't remember what he said, but I assume it was something like, oh, I'm sure I'm sure it's talking about what pillows you like or something. Like, that's like their jokes all the time. It's just like, it's just very literal everything. Like, <laughs> not funny. Yes. Like Ryan Mason type jokes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what, though? I think, though, that is the one thing that, like, I'm always astounded by with these types of families is like, you would think there would be, like, someone who's funny. Like, why are there no funny people? There sure as heck are not that I've seen. Maybe it's one of the younger ones that I was not introduced to in this episode. Yeah, because, like, I dip into, like, the Duggars every once in a while. Like, I'm not a big fan of that show, but I'll dip in every once in a while. And, like, they're all just so, like, oh, shucks, like, all the time. And, like, I just, like... There's like 30 of you, like not one of you is funny and not one of you is like, I don't know. It's weird to me. Yeah, seriously. The, uh, the mathematical odds. Because <laughs> I will say like I watch Sister Wives and I, I actually really like that show. And like there are people on that, like maybe it's not my sense of humor necessarily, but like there are like kids on that show that are funny. And there are like some of the wives will make jokes that are like funny. Yeah, yeah. To a point, and like, you so, know, it's not my humor necessarily, but, like, so, like, they're relatively, like, normal somehow, but, like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Well, and this could transition into Mariah. What is her younger sister's name? Lydia. Lydia? Yeah. So, as her idea of a joke, <laughs> it was to sit down and pretend that the dinner they were going to have was cereal. Yeah, And then she was like, oh, I'm just kidding and everything. But it's like, it can't be a joke. <laughs> and I really think you would have done that. Yeah, like, first I will say my first reaction to it was like, I thought it was kind of cute that like, it, it, I really thought that like she panicked and just made cereal. And I thought that was kind of sweet and cute. And like, she was yeah. worried about her sister. But then... It, you know what made it not funny for me when she took the salad out of the oven like, just residual heat that had to make that salad like sticky and weird right like oh, yeah she's like I don't think I cooked the lettuce right and I'm like well I could give you a couple guesses as to why you yeah. cooked it yeah um <laughs> god but like there so Lydia is very much like I would say she's kind of like narc. <laughs> like she I wondered if she was the narc you were talking about. She was the narc I was talking about. Because I do think at first I think that her and Mariah are close. I think they love each other. I think they're sisters who care about each other. Mm-hmm. Let's get that out of the way. But Lydia like follows her parents' rules and like loves following her parents' rules. No, it's I mean cute. the way I without having the prior knowledge, the way that she was discussing with Mariah, like, hey, there's this guy, like, what should I do? And Mariah was giving options, and she was just like, I don't feel comfortable doing that unless mommy and daddy know. 
Yeah, the mommy and daddy. <laughs> I I want a, a blanket statement, and I don't care who is offended by this. Adults who call, or teenagers even, anyone over the age of like 10 who consistently refers to their parents as mommy and daddy, not in a joking way, it's weird. It's... Stop doing it. It's weird. Psychopathic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it if you won't. <laughs> like I have small children who still call me mommy, and I'm fine, and that's fine. And and I have no qualms about like when they turn ten, just being like, no, if you're still if you're still dropping a mommy and daddy, right. And there's something especially weird about women doing it. I think because like this, like it's a weird like infantilizing of of women. And so like Lydia being like, well, I don't want to date anyone unless mommy and daddy say it's okay is like aggressively weird. <laughs> I know. And it's like you're just proving to me you ain't ready. <laughs> like mommy and daddy. Oh. Now did uh did you get to see her her um prayer closet? <laughs> On this no, I would remember that. <laughs> okay, so she has like a little like Harry Potter style nook under under the staircase. That's like she she's like the one of the best things about this new place is I have this prayer closet or whatever. And it's just this like little like crawl space nook under the closet that she has like taped handwritten like prayers and like pleased to God and like I want Mariah to be part of the family again like stuff and it's so sad and weird and <laughs> no I hate sad and I'm laughing so hard but like it's so creepy like I, like I I really do feel sorry for her because I think that she knows what's going on isn't normal but like she doesn't She's she clearly is like I'm uh, I'm a little scared that God is going to do I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But she also has like a very like prairie garb look to her so like she clearly <laughs> I don't know how that look is achieved. <laughs> Just but it is successfully achieved in her. I would say if I had to guess it would be like she's never She's never put conditioner in her hair, but certainly never in her in her bangs. And so that gives that feathered prairie look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, I hate being, I don't want to be an asshole. She's very, she's sweet. She's young. She's like, whatever. But I mean, just a little frizzies, you know, just throw it in. Just, or a conditioner. Just throw a conditioner on. Because she probably has never dyed her hair. Her hair is probably super healthy. She just needs a little moisture in it, you know? No, no doubt. But tell me, who's this dude that she likes that she hasn't seen or talked to for two years, but she's still pining over him? Yeah, so we don't really know. She hasn't really... So the last episode, she told um, Mariah that she was, like, sort of interested in a fellow. And then this time, she kind of gave more insight so that Mariah... Mariah knew who she was referring to, but we don't really know. It okay. seems as if it's kind of like a, <laughs> like a at church camp sort of situation. Like maybe she sees him at church camp every year or something. Well, cause it was interesting because Lydia was like, I would have no way of knowing how he's doing, but you would. Yes. And that's, I think it's a social media thing where like Mariah has Facebook or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and so she, I think Lydia doesn't have access to that. So I, I feel it, it felt very like the way she described it on the last episode felt very much like summer camp. We see this guy that I, that I like have a crush on, which is again, very like sweet and, but probably too young for how old she is. Yeah. Yeah. That's- she's not that old. I think she's only like 15 or 16, right? Like she's pretty young. Because so, yeah. Mariah is seventeen and she's younger than Mariah, so she so it's it's probably like a twelve year old, thirteen year old crush, which is cute. Whatever. That is cute. Gosh darn it. <laughs> um. Wait, that reminds me. Yeah. Um. Is Ethan the oldest? Ethan is the oldest son. There. Uh, so there's like. There appears to be an older sister, and I don't know if it's older than Ethan or in between Ethan and Mariah, who also does not participate in talking to the family. So I'm I'm not sure. And she does not live nearby. She lives somewhere far away. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. I do. Do the parents not reflect? Like, gee, none of our <laughs> older kids want anything to do with this anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think the dad definitely does because, like, during that whole scene with Isaac, when Isaac looked like he wanted to pull his skin off because he was, like, talking to him about girls, like, he said something like, maybe I can learn from my mistakes. I do not think the mom does at all. I I think that she doesn't question what they've done. Yeah, I think she's like, well, they'll come back eventually because whatever. They They always come back. Well, and I will say this, like, so um, Olivia, so Ethan's wife, Olivia, um, when this show first came out, I like, this is, I'm a dork. I like deep dived into it and Olivia had like posted stuff that originally they did not want to be part of the show mm-hmm. because she's like, all, like everything she does is for TV, like the mom that like she eat, like she goes on the internet she eats sugar she like does all this stuff but doesn't let the kids do it and so it, like a lot of the like rebellion is actually like because of resentment and yeah. like you know and so outside of just being like captain you know in with these rules but it's like that she does not follow any of those things and like the hypocrisy that's maddening yeah yeah how can you justify that yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's true, of course, but that's a lot of like Olivia's thing is that like, you know, she doesn't she just doesn't like the mom and the mom has like um in the first season a lot of it was like Olivia is a bad like a bad influence and she stole our son away and she's trying to steal our daughter away and she's like, "No, I'm just like I know what it's like to like try and make it in the world when you were like completely sheltered and knew nothing and I'm just trying to help out." Yeah. You know, yeah. But, so um, I don't mean to to move on, but we're 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 getting there. But I want to talk about Mariah's date. Yes, that is where I wanted to go next. G- give me your thoughts. Go for it. Go for it. All right. Again, I'm trying to delicately describe a situation where I was worried because I was picking up on a weird vibe. Because you have to imagine in this show they show you that her date is coming on a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And then they like literally cut to Ethan with a motorcycle. (laughs) Talking about how much he loves them. And again, I was just like, I hope this is not what it seems. 
Yeah. Well, you know, they are. The, Ethan is married, so he's not dating his sister. Oh, yes. That is the reason. Yeah. Well, when they cut back to that scene that was like weirdly like handheld camera where like Micah and Mariah were talking about like his date, like that felt, I mean, that's the vibe. So you never know. <laughs> no, totally. That was the vibe. And then he was like, oh, it was so fun. You should have been there. Yes. Like, Weird. Now, I have a quick question because I'm, I haven't dated in a while, long time, but I will say if my date, and again, maybe I'm old and, and dumb and you know, if I was a teenager, I'd feel different, but if I had done my hair and makeup and then my date was like, I'm picking up on a motorcycle, I'd be so mad. She had to put that, that helmet on. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something I, I mean, maybe she knew about it. She did have her hair in a ponytail, so maybe she did know. Like, as long as I was aware, like, yeah, I would be mad if I, like, made a huge effort, and then it was like, all right, cover that all up. Yeah, like, I'd be fine. I, I guess, yeah, maybe maybe she did know, because she did have her hair in a ponytail. I'm just thinking if I, like, straightened my hair, and then, like, and then they were like, here's, like, I have very straight hair, so, like, putting a helmet on would, would cause a crease in my hair. So, am I old? This seems like a terrible date. Was it a bad date? Um... Or is it, like, a small town thing? Because, like, it seemed like he took her to, like, a gas station. (laughs) I think for a small town and for their age, I think it is fine. Yeah, I guess they're teenagers. Good point. But, yeah, no, I mean, no doubt. (laughs) Like, if my next date was just that, I'd be like, we're adults in a big city, like, you we could do something else. So, like, if he picked you up on a motorcycle and took you to, like, 7-Eleven for um, a hot dog, you'd be like, eh, I think I'm going to pass on this. Well, I'd also be like, bro, we can walk. I live right by a 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, care about the environment? Yeah, bro. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love a hot dog. I, I, I No shade to the hot dog. I don't think – what she ate ice cream, though. And it wasn't really a meal. That got on his teeth. Yeah, I look. Dating sucks, and being a teenager, dating probably sucks even more. I don't know. I'm too old to remember. Um, I will say that one of the one advice I would give, or one piece of advice that I would give, and again, I will mention I have not dated in fifteen to twenty years, whatever. But if someone says. I was kicked out of my house at 17 on a first date, maybe being like, what's the deal with that? Maybe not the best conversation for a first date. Cause it seems like if someone's kicked out of their house at 17, it's probably, it's probably a long story. Yeah. Like something happened yeah. and you don't know what, but it's probably not the most normal. Cause thing. he really cash just was like, tell me about that. Tell me about it. And see, Okay, so you focused on that. I focused on something else where, like, hmm. practically one of the first things out of her mouth was, I suck at communicating. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm going to give a lot of leeway because, again, teenagers. Yeah, yeah. But that's bold to, like, right away be like, I suck at the one thing that any relationship needs. 
Yeah, and it did feel well. I because was this about like her res, re, like responding to text messages? Wasn't is that where? It, yeah, because he was like, I texted you, and like I didn't mm-hmm. hear anything for twenty four hours. Yeah, and she's like, I just suck at communicating. See, yeah, that was interesting to me because I wondered if like she, if it was like a weird like she's not that or he's not that into you thing where you're just like you're supposed to wait like twenty four hours to respond or whatever, which is so stupid. But like, I like it. But then she said that, and I was like, "Woo!" <laughs> I mean, on the other, like, I was shocked, and at first I was like, don't say that. But on the other hand, I was like, if some of the guys I dated had been that upfront about it, it could have saved me a lot of time. Sure. I mean, honestly, though, if she's like, it's not a bad, it's not a bad way to go about it if you're like, yeah, I, I do tend to take a while to respond. It has nothing to do with you good although if you're trying to ghost someone it's going to be tough because you've been like you've given the green light to like continue to bug me you know like yeah i'm like, not encouraging ghosting but like you know if it, it happens sometimes <laughs> and to be clear she did not say oh yes like i'm uh just because i don't respond doesn't it's not a reflect she just said i suck at communicating yeah the, uh, <laughs> she probably does though like truly like, well, like, yeah I mean and if if he can hear that on the first date and be yeah. like I'm a ride with you all right let's see where this goes because yeah, I think about the fact that like okay so she's a teenager so she was you know she she outside of the fact that she has a weird family most of the people that she's hanging out with have been on the internet from like their birth right yeah. like so like it probably is like if she takes more than like an hour to respond to someone like i'd imagine most teenagers do find that to be a long time (laughs) yeah for sure so maybe yeah so maybe she's good coming off being like i can't i'm not gonna respond to you like i don't know now i feel like that's a cool thing to say I know. I've I've gone in circles in my head. Like I don't want to feel about it. It's I fully. Thing. Although I um one thing I did want to point out about the date was like it, when she was talking about the date. One thing I will say it was very cute how excited she was and it was very like teenager like she was clearly like totally pumped and I was like that's so sweet. Um, but she did say something like this is my first date and I'm glad I saved it for him and I was just like oh girl like no one feels that way like. No, you didn't date. save a date for the a special dude. You know, like date everyone. Like who cares? You're like, seventeen. Date as much as you can. Oh, I mean, yeah. like not to get crass, but like don't even like save like anything else. Like nobody yeah. saves a date. Yeah, because I just I it was very sweet and I I like that, but like. I, it made me worried because like no one else is thinking this is that important and so like if she's like well I went on a date with this person and then he went on a date with someone else like it's like yeah That's... like no one's thinking like, it just it, it makes me like this is why they're not preparing their children for the world oh, <laughs> because yeah. like, she, she gonna get real hurt yeah yeah and she's so and it was uh, like I I like remember being super excited for dates like when you're a teenager when you're like oh my god I can't believe this guy asked me out and like being excited and it was very sweet but like you can't make that the most important thing of your life because it's just not. <laughs> no and the, and I totally agree like everything was sweet but makes me nervous like the way she was yeah. like no one has accepted me 
the way that he has. And I'm like, that's so sweet, but it's one date, like... Yeah. And he was, like, powering down a muffin and being like... (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Oh, no. Poor, poor Mariah. I mean, I hope, I hope, I hope that being in the world... I just, I... As a 35-year-old person who still, like, calls their mom and dad to, like, help with certain things, I I can't help but – I don't want to bring this down, but, like, I can't imagine what it's like to be a 17-year-old on your own and, like, being like, I cannot turn to my parents, and that sucks. And, like, so I hope that – I, I, I have a lot of hope for her. You know, I hope that she does well. I hope her siblings who also are leaving can help her out. And Totally. Like, I want all good things for her yeah she I mean she's doing a great for a 17 year old like on her own she's doing a great job because like I'll tell you if I was 17 living on my own my house would be a fucking I mean like yes they had no furniture in their house but like when I was like 19 my first apartment I didn't have any furniture in my apartment either like it's fine I'm 28 almost, so, yeah, that ain't... Literally, my first, like, one of my first apartments um, with my roommate, Allison, she was great, great roommate, but we had nothing in the living room because I had a super sick cat, (laughs) (laughs) and so we didn't put anything in the living room because we were like, he's going to, like, die on something, and we would just, like, sit, and we had no heat, and we would, like, the only heat we had was in one room, which was her bedroom, so we would, like, cuddle in her bedroom in, like, the one room that had heat and watch Flavor of Love. So, like, I am not suggesting that she is living a sad life. She is living what a teenager can do. But I but I had my parents to call and ask for help if I needed to, and she doesn't. And so I think, like, I feel I'm, I'm hopeful for her. Do you ever look back on those days in that apartment watching Flavor of Love and you're like, those are the good old days? Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, of course. First of all, flavor. <laughs> I don't even. I could deep dive on that, but yeah, yeah. Flavor of love. I mean, that was the heyday of VH1. We're talking like flavor of love. We're talking rock of love. We're talking absolutely. charm school. Love like reality. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but so Nicole, I think this uh, allows us to circle back to yeah. Isaac and Dad talking about girls. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, physical pain is what I felt watching <laughs> that. Um, yeah, it, it was so awkward, and and the silences, and mm-hmm, the kid mm-hmm. could not have made it more obvious that he did not want to talk, and the dad just wasn't picking up on it or didn't care. Yeah, and I think my favorite line from that was, Ooh. <laughs> um, the one of the many times that the dad came straight out and asked, do you think about girls? And Isaac said, no, mostly just the air force. Like (laughs) good save buddy. Good save. (laughs) I mean, what? Oh my God. (laughs) Mostly just the air force. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Mostly just the air force. I mean, I appreciate that it's awkward to talk to your parents about 
It wasn't even about sex. I mean, no, like, it was just <laughs> girls. Have you ever considered not boys? You know, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh like, man. He wanted to double down and be like, "Here's how little I think about girls. Is I think about the military mm-hmm. and toxic masculinity." <laughs> like. No. <laughs> you know what i will say though it did make me think like god i hope none of these children are gay because like like he can't even talk about about like not that look i want to clarify i don't if if anyone is gay good for them hope they're happy i just like i don't think the parents have the capacity to deal with that and that's that's horrifying for those kids but like Oh, <laughs> totally. Like that is like a hardship. They already have enough of those. And yeah, yeah they would not get the support that they need. So. <laughs> oh my God. Mostly just the Air Force. I can't. <laughs> like, okay, buddy. That's fine. Can I tell you that the notes that I wrote down for that portion literally was just it says Isaac cleaning trees for swimming pool. Oh no, so fucking awkward. <laughs> oh <laughs> That's no. That's all I have. Oh no. <laughs> like the definition of cringe. I mean, yes. And I, I will say, let's, I'm going to try and give a portion of credit though for the dad to actually be like, we fucked up with this. Yeah. I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. But it was so bad. <laughs> like you said, like he, he's showing more openness than the mom yeah yeah do better i i i just want to say one thing um that i think is important and then i think maybe we can wrap it up with your your final thoughts but why does every super religious mom have that like dark brown lipstick color Ooh, if you think i got the answer to that (laughs) i do not but you make a good point. It's like, it's not, I think it's like a fear of red, maybe. <laughs> that it's the devil's color. Red is the devil's color. It's just this brown, wide lip that like, I don't, I'm not sure I understand. And I think Mariah's a, she's revolting because she's like, I'm going to do as red as red can be. And she's a teenager. She can get away with red, like bright red. Good for you. Have but, at it. Well, but what is that brown lip color? You just admitted that if you don't understand it, that means you don't have the Lord in your heart. It might be. It might be. I've never worn a brown lip. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not a lipstick wearer in general, but never a brown lip. So. Brown lip. <laughs> okay, so let's get your. Do you have any final thoughts on on? Welcome to Plathville, your new favorite show. <laughs> Still mad it's not about Sylvia Plath, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but maybe that comes later. Um, yeah. I just, this is the first time that I feel like I'm going to tell you, like, I would watch it again because I, I need, I just, I'm not satisfied. I need to see more. Mm-hmm. I need to see the kids learning more and I need to see like how 
the parents, especially the mom, can reconcile the fact that their kids do not like them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I just need more to the story. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Um, the pride in my heart right now of you saying you, you need to see more and you, you, you need to understand it. Hey, I'm proud of you. hey, hey, I'm proud of you. You know? <laughs> Something those kids have never heard. <laughs> so I want, what I want you to do is I want you to build a prayer room. I want you to stick up your prayers on the wall. And one of those prayers is, I want to understand, welcome to Blathville. So really the steps to make that happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would be, one, start to pray. Yeah, sure. Get Every- a brown lip. Get a brown lip and then build the prayer room. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, But yeah, this this story is unfinished. (laughs) So, well, I'm so I'm so proud of you for you know what you're gonna deep dive into TLC. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you, and you're gonna suddenly you're gonna be watching 90 Day Fiance. You're gonna be watching Welcome to Plathville. You're gonna dip into Dr. Pimple Popper for reasons you don't know. It's just, you're there. That's too far. That's too <laughs> far. But, Nicole, if you and me have to create the Wikipedia page for Welcome to Plathville, if it comes down to that, I'll fucking do it. This might be our calling. This if, might be it. If no this one is God will. looking down on us saying, there is no Wikipedia page and I'm, I'm, I know that you two can do it. Yeah. Oh. I I feel the spirit moving. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Dana. We will call it a day at that. I hope that we can get more Plathville into your brain. Um, Maybe, maybe, you know, if they need someone to date one of the Plathville men. I'll break them in. (laughs) (laughs) You I'm gonna down there. I'm gonna put it right out front though. I suck at communicating. They love that. Yeah. That's what they like. Yeah. So <laughs> it could work out. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Gina. We will be back me. next week. Who knows what we'll be jumping into? But I feel like I'm gonna get you. You're gonna be. You're gonna be a reality like just as big of a reality fan as I am. Pretty soon. I know. You're, you're, you're doing your thing and it's working. <laughs> well, thank you, Dana. Thanks, Nicole.